the International Soccer Preview. We are Soccer Files Canada. Welcome to our continuation of Series 19. This one looking at the players of the 2023 Asian Cup due to be played in January 2024. This episode is looking at the players of South Korea. Here we go. Hello and welcome to the International Soccer Preview by Soccer Files Canada. I'm Kevin and this is Series 19 on the players of the 2023 Asian Cup to be played in 2024. This episode covers South Korea's players. Uh, we're doing this media cast in two parts. Part one is a look at the candidates for the squad and their likelihood of making it. We think we went into too much detail in previous player media casts we've done, so we're aiming for a lighter, more kind of narrative version this time. Uh, however, we did cover South Korea for the um, World Cup there back in 2022, and um, if you are interested in kind of a deeper dive into the history of the players, I think uh, we did that there. Uh, this time we'll be focusing more on their recent participation. Part two of this media cast will come out when the squad lists are released and the final squad selected. We think that will be in late December or early January. And at that time, we'll go back over the list that we compile this time and see who made it and who didn't. And we'll also cover a couple of other things like injuries, and uh, we'll talk more on that at the uh, end here. Um, we've made a separate video on what we'll be covering over the next nine months. YouTube watchers can see the link to that on the screen, and it can be found in the show notes for both watchers and listeners. Uh, in short, we're focused on the Asian and African Cups, uh, both of those taking place in early 2024. And we have also started coverage of World Cup 2026 qualifying. So this episode uh, will have three sections. Section one, where we give and discuss some general information on the team. In section two, the main part, uh, we will look at the candidates in each position. Uh, the main candidates we'll focus on and uh, try to determine uh, how likely they are to make the final squad. And section three is just a short one at the end where we give any closing thoughts and we preview part two in more detail. Let's begin then. And uh, we begin with some um, comments on the squad. So uh, not a lot of observations for South Korea here. They played uh, in the World Cup in 2022 and they have made a few uh, changes, but on the whole, they're fairly minor changes. So it's a pretty stable squad and a stable formation uh, for South Korea. Uh, let's look at retirements. And um, well, we'll start by just saying the manager, uh, Paolo Bento, has moved on. And we'll talk about that at the beginning of the uh, candidate section and who's replaced him. Um, we don't really have any retirement since the 2022 World Cup, since that was only a year ago. Uh, but for other teams, we are kind of doing retirement since the last Asian Cup. So uh, that's what we'll do here. Um, we begin with uh, Lee Chung-yong. 
uh, the left midfielder who played with the team from 2008 to 19 with 90 caps and nine goals. And uh, he was part of the World Cup squad in 2010 and all of their tournaments uh, except the 2018 uh, World Cup. He didn't make the uh, final cup for that. And uh, he was off the team before uh, the World Cup in 2022, last appearing for the national team in March 2019. Uh, Gi Sung Young, uh, sorry, that's Gi Sung Young, uh, was at times a captain of the team. He played from 2008 to 2019 with 111 caps and 10 goals. He was a defensive midfielder. And um, uh, people may remember him mostly from playing with Swansea in uh, the English League, which he did for uh, six years. Also part of the squad for the 2010 World Cup and tournaments onwards. He didn't miss any uh, tournaments, so that's two World Cups and three Asian Cups, uh, but off the team before the 2022 World Cup there, last playing in the 2019 Asian Cup. So Ki Sung Yong, um, a retiree. Gu Jia Chol, uh, an attacking midfielder or forward, also was captain of the team uh, for a time. He played from 2008 to 2019. Uh, so just like the other two we've uh, just talked about, Gu Jia Chal had uh, 78 caps and 20 goals and um, was not part of the World Cup 2010 squad, but he was part of the tournaments after that. And he too last appeared for the national team in the 2019 Asian Cup. Ji uh, Dong Wong uh, was with the team from 2010 to 2019. He had 56 caps and 11 goals. He played for uh, Mainz in Germany and Borussia Dortmund uh, briefly in Germany, as well as for uh, Sunderland in England. And uh, he was part of the Asian Cup in 2011. That was his first tournament. Actually, he didn't participate in many uh, tournaments beyond that. He was a sub in the 2014 World Cup and the 2019 Asian Cup. And he did play for a little while after that, uh, but last appeared for the national team in March 2019. Uh, next, we have E. Yong. Uh, e Yong was with the team from 2013 to 2022, so a bit more recent than the other ones. He uh, finished his career, international career, at least with 57 caps and uh, no goals, and was part of the World Cup squad in 2014 and every tournament up until the 2019 Asian Cup. Um, but he last appeared for the team uh, in June 2022, so about a half a year before the World Cup there. So E Yong kind of completes our list of uh, retirements. Let's look at the club affiliations for South Korea. Uh, only about half of the players play domestically now. Uh, they have quite a few players abroad and uh, some of them with world-class clubs. But let's look at their domestic league, uh, which is quite strong uh, in Asia. And um, the three clubs... Uh, most of the players are coming from at this moment is Ulsan Hyundai and uh, Jeonbuk Hyundai Motors um, there. And uh, interestingly, um, the Kim Chan Sangmu. So Kim Chan Sangmu is the army team and uh, basically players are loaned 
to the uh, Kim Chung Tanmu or one of about four different teams uh, when they have to serve their military duty. And I think they also have um, a couple of uh, weeks after their, I think it's one and a half or two years of military service, but even after that, they have to go back for a weekend or a week or something like that. And uh, if you're a soccer player, um, you can join the soccer team of Kim Chung Sangmu because they do play uh, in the league. So um, uh, they have a few players uh, uh, on loan there. Uh, and it seems like a lot of players are fulfilling their military service because at this moment, uh, quite a few players are with uh, that team. Uh, outside of the country, uh, inside the region, we have a few players playing in China, less than in the past. I think there's only two right now. Uh, there used to be more, but I think that's a facet of uh, China's league getting weaker. And uh, also in Japan, again, a bit less than they've had before. Uh, but that could be because there are more players playing um, outside uh, of, uh, or more players uh, making it to Europe. Uh, we do have a few also playing in the Middle East. Uh, so in countries, uh, Saudi Arabia, UAE, Qatar, uh, some of the Korean players playing there. Uh, but we have a large number of players playing in Europe. And that was always a goal of the national team. It's a bit ironic that they have um, the manager that they have um, because uh, uh, Jürgen Klinsmann, uh, when he coached the USA team, was always urging players to get on teams uh, with Europe. So he must be pretty happy uh, with what South Korea is doing. And compared to the past, uh, it's a pretty amazing um uh thing so a lot of people will think uh, tottenham is the biggest uh, club that um they play for well their biggest player son Hung min does play for tottenham but it's not the biggest club on the list here because we have one player with bayern munich and another with pa uh, paris saint germain so uh, some really big clubs there and uh, beyond uh, those three uh, some pretty respectable second tier clubs uh, Stuttgart, Red, Guard, uh, Red Star Belgrade in Serbia, uh, Wolverhampton and Celtic uh, being represented. And then a whole list of uh, smaller clubs, but uh, respectable clubs nonetheless. So uh, doing very well in their, uh, um, in their club affiliations. Let's move on to recent games. And we're going to do it a little differently for South Korea because they were in the uh, World Cup in 2022. So that's a bit of a reset. Uh, for other teams, uh, we're looking from the beginning of 2022 or over the past two years. And in fact, when we look at the players, we will be looking at that two-year uh, stretch. But here, uh, we'll just look at how they fared from the World Cup uh, onwards. So uh, World Cup 2022, they had four games there um, in December of 2022. That was Uruguay, Ghana, Portugal, and Brazil. Um, and after that, it was friendlies. Uh, they have been busy with friendlies, with two of them in March. Uh, that was Colombia and Uruguay. And uh, two of them in June. That was Peru and El Salvador. And I'll say they did a, a bit of experimentation uh, in those two games, beginning with Peru. Um, September, they had two games. 
that was Wales and Saudi Arabia. And in October, they had two friendlies also uh, with Tunisia and Vietnam. And we're not particularly interested in the results of those games. Um, we're more interested actually in the formations that they used uh, during those games. So let's move on uh, to that section. Um, in the World Cup, they uh, started with a 4-2-3-1 for the first uh, two games and uh, went with a 4-3-3 in game three against Portugal and switched it up again to a 4-4-2 against Brazil. So uh, the consistent thing there is uh, four, uh, four defenders at the back, so two central defenders and a right and left wing, uh, right and left back. Uh, and we're going to see that that continued, uh, even though the uh, uh, formations that they used in the Cup did not continue. Um, basically, after the World Cup, they used a 4-4-2 in seven of those eight games, um, and just uh, against Tunisia in October, a 4-1-4-1. So um, just to summarize that, that's a 4-4-2 uh, a six times. Uh, a four-two-three-one uh, twice, a four-three-three a four, twice, no, a four-three-three three just uh, one time, and a four-one-four-one four, one, uh, one time. So you can see, uh, um, I'm sorry, I have to uh, change that to eight times for the four-four-two. I think I made a mistake there. Um, and as we said, their recent formation is very much a 4-4-2 without uh, much deviation. So as we go through the team, uh, maybe keep that image in mind. Four at the back, uh, usually four midfielders, so two central midfielders and two wingers, and um, uh, two forwards up at the front uh, with some minor deviation in there especially in the World Cup games. Okay, we'll finish this section by looking at their upcoming games. So uh, World Cup qualification, uh, World Cup 2026 qualification began for South Korea in November. It began for the region actually in October with a preliminary round. And um, they start by playing one of those teams in the preliminary round. Uh, that is uh, Singapore at home. So Singapore uh, fairly easily beat out Guam in the preliminary round to make it uh, to this, the second round of qualifying. And in the uh, so that one is on November fifteenth, and then uh, in the second game they played China away. So it's Singapore at home and China away. Now they could probably afford to be a bit experimental in the home game against Singapore, but uh, in the away game against China. We think that they'd be using their best players. So uh, that may be a good glimpse at the squad that they'll start with at the Asian Cup. Um, teams usually schedule a couple of pre-tournament friendlies. Uh, however, uh, uh, South Korea have none scheduled yet, but we do think that they will uh, schedule one or two. And maybe we can update that in part two of the podcast or the media cast. Okay, let's move on to uh, part two or section two where we look at the candidates. And um, we start with the manager there. So uh, I've alluded a couple of times to the managers. So let's clarify it here. We have Paolo Bento, who is um, the outgoing manager. So he led them 
through the World Cup there. And uh, I think he wasn't fired. I think his contract expired. Uh, he has moved on to become manager of the um, UAE, the United Arab Emirates. So they may be meeting him. Um, uh, they may be meeting him in this tournament. Uh, he left after the World Cup, uh, and uh, they have brought in uh, Jurgen Klinsmann as their new manager. So let me tell you a bit about Jurgen Klinsmann, a very successful uh, player, um, and for the national team that was between 1987 and 1998, where he earned 108 caps and 47 goals. Um, and he, uh, well, I won't go into too much detail. He he uh, was in uh, the World Cup 1994 was probably his uh, biggest tournament. Um, there. And uh, let's talk about him as a manager, uh, though. South Korea then since uh, 2013, and he was also manager of the USA national team uh, from 2011 to 2016, and also from uh, uh, the, German, the German national team from 2004 to 2006. So he led Germany through the 2006 World Cup. Uh, USA, it was just the 2013 Gold Cup. Uh, uh, where, no, I thought I was wrong there. 2013 and 2015 Gold Cups and the 2014 uh, World Cup. And um, also the uh, 2016 Copa Centro uh, Centenario, a kind of a tournament that's gonna that was played between South and uh, North American teams, South, North, and Central America, uh, which they're doing again uh, uh, in 2024. Um, so I'm looking forward to that tournament. Anyway, I'm getting off topic. Um, Jurgen Klinsmann, the manager of South Korea. I don't know uh, what dragged me off topic there. Okay, let's go uh, to start to look at the players. So uh, we will just uh, name the players at first. And um, I'll make a couple of comments right away here. So if you see, uh, if you're watching the YouTube version and you see the name in black, uh, like Kim Sung-gyu here, um, that means that he has been involved uh, in a tournament. Um, I'll just put uh, one of the possible candidates here for comparison. Uh, Kim uh, Jong, uh, sorry, Kim Jun Hong uh, has not been through a tournament. That's why his name is in grey. Uh, another thing to mention is a spelling convention. So actually, uh, uh, what what websites use for spelling conventions is truly horrible. Um, I've lived in Korea, so I'm familiar. Uh, with it, and, and what I find is that uh, the way names are spelled uh, is so horrible that people can't pronounce the names properly. So I basically uh, have my own spelling convention, and um, I'm not trying to popularize it, but if you read the name, you'll get pretty close to what it sounds like in Korean. So uh, uh, Kim, Sung, uh, Kim Sung-gyu is the definite uh, candidate for a goalkeeper. We have uh, Jo Hyun-woo as a definite candidate also. Uh, Song bum Gun as a possible candidate and um, also a possible candidate, Kim Jun-hong. 
So let's take a look at these uh, players. Uh, Kim Sung-gyu is a veteran with the team since 2013. He has uh, 67 caps and has been with the team in tournaments since the 2014 uh, World Cup. Uh, he wasn't the starter uh, until the 2019 Asian Cup, but he has started uh, there and in the recent World Cup too. So over the past two years, he started 21 of their 28 games and uh, he's been on the bench for four of those and not selected for four others. Uh, three of those were in the East Asian uh, Football Federation Cup. That was in the summer of 2021. And uh, South Korea tended to bring their local players uh, to that tournament, but the players playing abroad, uh, they didn't. So um, he was uh, he's in Saudi Arabia uh, right now. So... Um, with uh, Al-Shabaab and uh, was not a part of that tournament. So it uh, looks like the starting keeper, uh, Kim Sung-gyu, but he only did start uh, three quarters of the games. Uh, our next candidate, also definite, is Jo Hyun-woo, and he started six of their 28 games over the past two years, but he was on the bench for 20, and the only two matches that he missed uh, uh, were injuries. So... Um, uh, jo Hyun-gu, uh, a definite candidate also. Um, Song, uh, Song Bum-gun has been with the team. Uh, he's our first possible candidate, by the way. Been with the team since 2022. Only one cap in that time. Um, but he has been on the bench for 19 of the games. And he was uh, injured. Uh, for four and not selected for four others. However, his injury is for uh, sep the September and October games recently. Uh, we're doing this at the end of October, by the way. Uh, so uh, he is an injury doubt for this tournament, uh, Son uh, Bumgun, and we'll have to uh, um, update this in part two. It's a broken foot. So that sounds like a bit of a longer-term injury. So the next candidate, uh, Kim Jun-hong, um, seems to have come in to replace him. He doesn't have any caps for the national team, and he came in in September uh, of this year. So didn't start any of the games, any of the four games, but was on the bench for all of them. So obviously uh, replacing uh, Song Bum-gun. All right, those are all the candidates. So uh, it's pretty straightforward here as we enter our summary narrative. Uh, it's Kim Sung-gyu, uh, was the starting keeper in the World Cup and has played three quarters of the game. So we think he's going to be the starter. Uh, jo hyun is almost certainly the backup there. Uh, and uh, the third string keeper looked like it would definitely be Song Bum-gun, in fact, was the only viable candidate until his injury, uh, and then Kim Jun-hong was brought in. So it all seems to come down the third-string position to whether uh, uh, Song Bum-gun uh, recovers from that broken foot. So fairly straightforward for the goalkeepers. Let's move on to defenders, and we begin with central defenders. And uh, a definite candidate in uh, Kim Min-jae, and uh, a likely candidate in Jung Sung Hun, uh, Jung Sung Hyun. Sorry, that's likely. Uh, also likely is Kim Young Gwan. 
and uh, possible candidates. We have uh, four possible candidates here. So uh, Pak Ji Su is the first, Kim Ju Sung, uh, Jo Min, and Kwan Pyong Wan. And uh, we do have one candidate at the possible but unlikely level. Uh, I'm not going to post his name because I don't think uh, he's really a consideration. But it's kind of interesting, though. It's uh, Kim Ji Su, and uh, Kim Ji Su is currently with uh, Brentford in England um, since uh, the beginning of, uh, or since sometime this year, 2023. Uh, he's just uh, 19 years old. So perhaps a bit too young for this tournament. Uh, he did actually appear on the bench for two games in September 2023. Actually, that's quite recent. So I think I will put him on the list. But he wasn't called up uh, in October. So uh, as I say, perhaps a bit too young for this tournament, especially considering how many candidates they have. So let's go through those candidates. And uh, Kim, uh, Kim Min-jae, the definite candidate, uh, considered one of the best uh, central defenders in the world and um, uh, has recently moved to Bayern Munich in Germany. So uh, it looks like uh, uh, there's some agreement there that he is one of the best. Uh, so Kim Min-jae uh, was a starter in the World Cup. He was uh, struggling with injury there, so he missed uh, game three uh, with a calf injury. Uh, over the past two years, he has started 15 of their 28 games, uh, on the bench for one, injured for four, and he was doing military service for uh, two of those games, um, just two of them, so it looks like he was just doing the the kind of uh, afters uh, there, not his main military service, and not selected for six others. So Kim Min-jae, uh, a definite candidate and uh, a starter, um, uh, if he's uh, healthy. There's no uh, question of his health at this time. But Okay, let's move on to uh, Jung Sun Hyun. And he's a likely candidate. Uh, he's been with the team since 2017, but just 10 caps in that time. Uh, and that's kind of reflected in his tournament experience. He, he was at the World Cup in 2018 and the Asian Cup in 2019, but he didn't get on the field in either game. And then... Uh, not selected for the World Cup in 2022. However, he returned after a 12-month absence in June of 2023 and started all six of their remaining games. So uh, Jung Sung Hyun uh, seems to be back in the thick of the team here, and uh, we consider him a likely candidate. Uh, Kim Myung-Gwan, also a likely candidate. He's a veteran with the team since 2010 with 103 caps and uh, seven goals. He's 32 years old. And uh, yes, uh, uh, part of every tournament uh, since the World Cup in 2014. Over the past two years, um, Kim Myung-Gwan has started uh, 16 of their 28 games. He was subbed in for one and on the bench for six. Um, and he was injured for two and not selected for just three matches there. Uh, however, for the last four games, he's been on the bench. So uh, it may be that he's losing his starting position, but we still think he's a likely candidate uh, to make the squad. That is uh, Kim Young-Gwan. Now we have four possible candidates to deal with. Uh, the first one is Pak Ji-Soo. So uh, he has been with the team since 2019, but not a part of any tournament. 
Uh, over the past two years, he started seven of their 28 games, subbed in for three and on the bench for two, and injured for two, and not selected for 15 matches, including the last uh, four matches. So he's called up fairly smatteringly, Pak Jisoo, and uh, not selected for the last four. So we have him as a possible candidate, but... Um, um, yeah, not looking promising for him. Next, we have uh, Kim Joo-sung. And uh, he has been with the team since 2022. He got his first appearance in July of that year, possibly during the EAFF Cup there. Uh, he didn't start any of their remaining 18 games, but he was subbed in for two and on the bench for seven, uh, not selected for nine matches. However, uh, he was selected for... Uh, the last six matches and subbed in for the last one. So uh, his recent participation makes him look uh, more promising. And in fact, I'm going to move him up on the list there ahead of Pak Jisoo. So that's uh, Kim Joo-sung. If he does make it to the team, it would probably be uh, as a substitute. Okay, next we have uh, Jo Yu-min. Uh, jo Yu-min. Um, was selected for the World Cup in 2022. Uh, he got his first appearance on the bench in June of 2022, and he started two of their remaining 22 games. I was reluctant to say it because there's so many 22s in here. He started two of their remaining 22 games, was subbed in for three and on the bench for 11. Uh, and so he missed uh, six matches, two of them through injury uh, and four of them by non-selection. However, uh, those were also the last four matches. So uh, some looks like some changes going on at the end here uh, for South Korea. So he always got called up until he got injured uh in June of 2023 games and then hasn't been selected since then. So Joe, you mean uh, possible, uh, but his recent participation uh, is not promising either. Finally, uh, we have Guan Young Young as a possible candidate. Uh, Guan Young Young plays for uh, Gamba Osaka in Japan um, there. And uh, he has been with the team since 2017 with 30 caps and two goals. Uh, so part of the uh, squad in 2019 Asian Cup and 2022 World Cup, but only saw a little bit of game time uh, in the World Cup there, subbed into game two right at the end. So more of a sub. Uh, over the past two years, he started eight of their 28 games um, and subbed in for four and was on the bench for nine and not selected for seven others. But he too... Uh, has not been selected for the last six matches. So we have three of these possible players kind of dropping off the radar in recent times, and one of them, uh, Kim Joo Sun, coming in. Uh, so that is uh, uh, kind of interesting. And uh, really, though, that discussion is more in terms of bench players uh, rather than starters. So let's summarize the position of central defender. And... Uh, it was Kim Min-jae and Kim Young-gwan in the cup and for a short time after the cup. Um, they tried a new pairing in their third friendly. Uh, that's their June game against Peru where we actually saw a lot of experimentation. Uh, a new pairing in that game with uh, Jun Sun-hyun 
and Pak Ji Su um, uh, 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 pairing up there. So Jung Sung Han, a likely candidate, and Pak Ji Su, uh, a possible candidate. Uh, Kim Min Jae returned to the position, uh, but Kim Young Gwan didn't and now seems to have been replaced as the starter by Jung Sung Hyun. So uh, I'm thinking that that's the starting pairing, Kim Min Jae and uh, Jung Sung Hyun um, taking over the position really from Kim Young Gwan in recent times. Okay, let's move on to the left back position. And we start with a likely candidate in uh, Kim Jin Su. And uh, another likely candidate, Yi Gi uh, Jae. And a possible candidate, Pak Yu Hyun. And uh, a couple of possible but un unlikely players, but we're going to post them both. Uh, Kang Gan Su, sorry, Kang Sang. Gang Sang U, uh, we're posting him because he has participated recently. And uh, Hong Chul, we're posting him since he was uh, part of the World Cup 2022 squad. But we'll uh, deal with him right now because uh, he has not been selected in 2023. So uh, since the World Cup, he hasn't been called up, Hong Chul. And um, our other possible but uh, unlikely candidate, uh, Returned after a 19-month absence in September 2023 and uh, was subbed in for one game and on the bench for one game and then not selected for the October matches. So an outside chance there for uh, Gang Sang-woo, but, um, you know, given that there are three players ahead of him and they, they'll probably, or four players, no, three, uh, and they, they'll probably only bring two um uh, makes it unlikely. So let's go back and look at the three main candidates. Then Kim Jin Su, uh, a bit of a veteran uh, from 2013 with 71 caps and two goals. And uh, his first tournament was the Asian Cup in 2015. Uh, he didn't make the World Cup in 2014 due to injury. Um, and also true of the 2018 World Cup, but he's been part of uh, uh, the tournament since a starter in the 2022 World Cup. And since then, or, or over the past two years, uh, Kim Jin-soo has started 16 of their 28 games, subbed in for two and on the bench for four, uh, and out with two separate injuries for two games and not selected for four matches. So he's usually called up. However, uh, in terms of a starter, his uh, uh, he was benched. He was on the bench for the last two matches, uh, uh, which may mean that um, uh, his uh, starting position is under threat. But Kim Jin Su, uh, we consider him a likely candidate to uh, make it to the squad. Next, Yi J, also a likely candidate. And he returned after a two and a half year absence in March of 2023 and started seven of their eight remaining games and was on the bench for one other. So I think uh, um, he's sometimes playing out of position, but nevertheless, starting a lot recently. So Iggy J, uh, uh, who's been with the team, by the way, since 2021 and wasn't selected for the uh, uh, World Cup squad, um, but seems to be making inroads here. Uh, 
Okay, uh, Park Kyu Hyun is the uh, possible candidate, and uh, he's uh, new to the team, uh, and actually um, not likely to make it. Uh, the reason we are putting him as a possible candidate is more because of his club affiliation. So in terms of uh, participation, he got two substitute appearances in June 2023, but then was not recalled in September or October. So that would be possible, but unlikely. However, uh, he does play for Dynamo Dresden in Germany and was with uh, Werder Bremen in Germany uh, from 2019 to 23. So uh, we think that club affiliation perhaps makes him a bit more likely. So we have him at the portable level. Okay, that's uh, the candidates for left back. So let's finish with the narrative. Uh, it was Kim Jin Su throughout the World Cup and for the first game after. Uh, Iki J came in during the second friendly in March of 2023 and has started six of the seven games uh, since. So I'm. Uh, um, uh, I was mistaken. He's not playing out of position. He's playing as the left back. Uh, Kim Jin Su just came back in for one of those games, uh, so started only one of the last seven games, and I think subbed in for a couple. So it looks like uh, Igi J is making a bid uh, for being the starting left back. But we think Kim Jin Su and Igi J are likely candidates to reach the cup uh, to make the final squad there. Uh, over on the right side, we have uh, a likely candidate in uh, Sol Young-woo and a possible candidate in Kim Moon-hwan. Uh, oh, actually, uh, three possible candidates. The second one is Kim Tae-hwan and the third one is An Hyun-bom. Uh, who actually is coded as a left midfielder, uh, but the only game he has played uh, was a start on the right side. So we've moved him here uh, for this discussion. And uh, we have a possible but unlikely uh, candidate, and we will put his name on the list, uh, Yoon Jong-gyu. And we're putting his name on the list because he was on the roster for the World Cup uh, in 2022. Actually, he was selected regularly uh, in the back half of 2022 before the World Cup, but has not been selected after that. So uh, possible but unlikely, uh, Yoon Jong-gyu, and we won't give more detail on him uh, unless he's recalled to the squad uh, on, the final, on the final selection. So let's look at the more likely candidate, Sol Young-woo. Uh, he is likely, and he uh, got his first appearance on the bench in March 2023 and started five of their remaining seven games to October uh, or to, to now and was on the bench for two others. So uh, uh, coming in in June, but really inserting himself into the lineup, he too is coded as a left back, but in fact he seems to have become the starting uh, right back. That is Sol Young-woo. Uh, the next candidate is just at the possible level. It's Kim Moon Hwan, and he's been on the team since 2018 and has 22 caps, uh, sorry, 26 caps. Part of the Asian Cup in 2019, but just a sub there. However, he was a starter in the 2022 World Cup, uh, starting all four games. 
So uh, since the start of 2022, he actually uh, was off the team for the first part of that year, but returned in June 2022 uh, to start nine of their 22 games. And he was subbed in for three and on the bench for three. Um, however, he was not selected for seven matches. And here we have another player who was uh, fairly regularly selected and then suddenly not selected for the last six matches. So we've seen this on other teams too. Uh, it's not quite as much with uh, South Korea, but uh, it's a bit more actually as I'm going through it here. It's happening a bit more than I thought. So uh, Kim Moon-Hwan's status kind of up in the air uh, uh, here. We'll talk about it in the summary a little bit more. Uh, next we have... Um, Kim, uh, Kim, uh, Kim Tae-hwan Kim Tae has been with the team since 2014, uh, 23 caps in that time. Uh, that's not a lot, and, and it's obvious in his uh, tournament uh, participation because he wasn't part of any of the tournaments from 2014 onwards, except finally in the, in, uh, the World Cup 2022, he was finally selected. Uh, even if he didn't see any action in that tournament. So over the past uh, two years, he started seven of their 28 games, subbed in for three and on the bench for 10 uh, and not selected for eight other matches. So um, almost considering Kim Tae-hwan a likely uh, candidate, uh, but he's kind of also drifted off the team a little bit. Over the last six matches, he was not selected for four of them, but then he came back in October to sub in once and uh, appear on the bench once. So uh, actually, I would uh, put him uh, above uh, Kim Moon-Hwan on that basis. It's just that Kim Moon-Hwan was a starter in the World Cup, so I'm reluctant to move him down. Uh, finally, uh, uh, the uh, last possible candidate here is An Hyun Bum. So he is new to the team. He got his first cap in January, of January sorry, in June of 2023. He started uh, one of the remaining six games. That was the first one of those. And then he was injured for one and on the bench for two and not selected for the last two matches. So uh, came in June of 2023, saw a little action and then uh, drifted off the team, uh, basically. And as we said, his only start... Um, it was as a right back, even though he's coded as a left back. So uh, let's take a look at the uh, summary and story of this position, uh, right back position. So as we saw, it was Kim Moon Hwan throughout the World Cup. However, he hasn't started since then. So they seem to be searching for a starter uh, with Kim, Kim Tae Hwan getting two starts and then An Hyun Bum uh, select, uh, starting one. Uh, however, they seem to find their new starter uh, in newcomer Sol Young Woo. Uh, even though he's coded as a left back, he now seems to uh, uh, hold the starting position. So Sol Young Woo, uh, we think likely to make it to the cup, and then it's a bit of a toss-up uh, between uh, Kim Moon Hwan and Kim Tae Hwan. Uh, probably, and uh, An Hyun Bum just with an outside chance there. Uh, okay, let's move on to midfield, and we will look at defensive midfielders first. 
uh, we usually look at the defensive midfielders and central midfielders together before doing the summary since the positions overlap a lot. So we have a, a likely candidate in uh, Juan in Bon and another in Pak Young Woo and a possible candidate in Jung Woo Young. He's one of two players who are uh, called Jung Woo Young. We'll meet the other one further upfield. And then um, we do have a possible but unlikely candidate, but we're not going to mention him because it seems uh, too unlikely. So let's look at these three players. Hwang, uh, Hwang In Bum. Uh, he's been with the team since 2018 and has 48 caps and five goals. He's the player who plays for Red Star uh, Belgrade in Serbia. Actually, a pretty good resume here. He was also with Olympiakos in Greece and Ruben Kazan in Russia. And uh, he's been part of tournaments since the Asian Cup in 2019. Uh, he was a starter in the World Cup uh, 2022. Uh, over the past two years, Hwang Inbom has started 19 of their 28 games. Uh, he was on the bench for two, injured for two, and not selected for six. So uh, we have him as a likely candidate here. Uh, and a bit of a concern in terms of him being a starter because he was on the bench for the last two games. Hang in bump. Okay, the next is Park Young Woo, and uh, he's new to the squad. He got his first cap in June of 2023 and started five of their remaining six games and subbed in for one other. So it looks like he's making a bid at a starting position. I see he was with uh, Gongguk University. That's a university that I taught at uh, in Korea. Okay, uh, that's off topic, but just a, a point of interest. He's playing in the UAE now, uh, Pak Young-woo. So a new player, but started the last five uh, games and subbed into uh, the one other. Uh, and basically, he's replacing Jung woo Young who's a veteran with the team, but hasn't been selected for the last six games. So Jong Woo Young since 2015, uh, with 73 caps, but he, excuse me, is 34 years old. Uh, so a lot of tournament history. He was a starter in the 2022 World Cup. Uh, over the past two years, Jong Woo Young started 14 of their 28 games, so half of the games. Uh, he was subbed in for one, and not selected for 13. So basically started half and not selected for half. And that includes the last six matches. So uh, uh, seems to be making his way out. But we're a little reluctant to say that uh, he's possible. He and players like him are possible but unlikely because we see this pattern so much. So we're not sure. Are they just trying out new players uh, and maybe building up the bench by giving these new players game time? Uh, or are these players like Jung Woo Young really uh, making their way off the team? Sometimes it seems, uh, sometimes it seems uh, alarming that, that a regularly selected player was suddenly dumped. So we're not 100% sure that's the case. So that's why we have Jung Woo Young as a possible candidate. So uh, three defensive midfielders there, but we won't summarize the position until uh, going through the central midfielders. And here we only have candidates at the possible level, uh, three of them. So the first one is uh, Hong Hyun-suk. 
And the next one, Beck Sung Ho, sorry, Beck Sung Ho. And the last one, E Su Min. E Su Min. E Sun Min, sorry. Uh, so let's take a look at these candidates then. Uh, Hong Hyun Suk uh, got his first uh, cap in June of 2023 and started two of their remaining six games. He also subbed in for two and was on the bench for one. Uh, and then there was one match uh, that he wasn't uh, selected for. So Hong Hyun Suk uh, new since June. And uh, his his start was in the second last game. Uh, that was the the four one four one formation where they used a three man midfield. So basically, uh, one extra central midfielder, and he filled that spot. Uh, the next one is Peck Sung uh, Peck uh, Sung Ho, and uh, another a player who was a regular until he wasn't selected for the last six games, just like Jung Woo Young. Uh, before uh, Beckson Ho was um, uh, part of the World Cup 2022 squad. He he was subbed in one time. Interestingly, he was with the Barcelona youth club in Spain from 2010 to 2015, and uh, played for much smaller teams in Spain. But is now back in Korea. Uh, Beckson Ho started eight of their 28 games. He subbed in for three and was on the bench for nine. Uh, however, he was not selected for six matches, and those are the last six matches. So, uh, again, does it mean he's been unceremoniously dumped from the team, or does it mean uh, they're just trying out other players? We don't know. So it'll be interesting in November when we see if some of these players come back uh, into the squad. Last uh, possible candidate, Yi Min. Isumin uh, is recently uh, got his first cap in September 2023, so didn't start any of the remaining four games, but he was subbed in for three and on the bench for one other. So uh, there we have a new candidate coming in, uh, basically Hong Hyun Suk and Isumin, uh, uh, new players coming in at the expense of uh, the more experienced Baek Sun Ho. Um, uh, as far as that goes. So uh, now we can kind of summarize both uh, defensive and central midfielder position. So usually the formation calls for two players, uh, the 4-4-2, if you think about it. Uh, in the cup, those two players were Hwang Eun-bum and Jung Woo-young. And that pairing remained there for the March, uh, the March 2023 games. But as we saw, uh, the biggest changes were made when they played Peru in June, and new players uh, replaced uh, Jung Woo Young, and he has not come back. So mainly it was Pak Young Woo who took over Jung Woo Young's spot in the last two games. Uh, Hwang and Bump remained until the last game, and there he was replaced uh, not by any of the players we've talked about here, but by the right midfield, E.J. Sung. So uh, it looks like Hang In Bum uh, just missing. Uh, he was on the bench for the last, uh, oh, the last two games there uh, where he was replaced. Uh, but Jong Woo Young uh, does seem to be kind of out of the squad, uh, although they don't seem to have decided 
uh, on the uh, replacing players. So they've been kind of trying at a few players, even out of position players there. Okay, uh, the position of left midfield um, and right midfield, uh, really that only exists in the 4-3-3 formation. So we saw that uh, in one game of the cup, but otherwise in the 4-4-2 formation, uh, we're looking at kind of left wingers. So um, the one time they did use it, it was central midfielder uh, Yi Kang-in, who played as the left midfielder uh, there. Okay, and uh, we do have uh, one player actually coded as a left midfielder, but he's at the possible but unlikely level. And we will put his name on the list because he was uh, uh, part of the World Cup squad. However, uh, he, like a few others we've met, was not selected for the last six games, and he was on the bench for six games before that. So Song Min Yu seems to be making his way uh, off the team there, despite being a starter uh, in the World Cup. Oh, sorry, despite being selected for the World Cup, he was on the bench there. And uh, on the right midfield uh, position, we don't have any candidates. And uh, once again, that position was only used once. And it was a defensive midfielder who we just met, Hang uh, In Bum, uh, playing that position there. So a central midfielder filling the role. But in the 4 4 2, uh, it's uh, uh, much, uh, it's usually left wingers who are. Uh, playing and that's what we're moving on to here. So we begin with uh, E.J. Sung, who we did see coming back um, into the central midfield uh, once or twice. Uh, he is a definite candidate, E.J. Sung. And uh, we have uh, Hung E. Chan. He's actually coded as an attacking midfielder primarily, but uh, we're putting him here because he has been playing primarily on the left. Hwang Hee Chan, uh, a definite candidate. We have Moon Sun Min as a possible candidate, and those are the uh, three players we'll look at uh, for this position. So uh, Lee Jae Sun is coded as a right winger, uh, but played more on the left. If the truth be known, he and the other right winger that we'll look at um, uh, kind of switch sides uh, quite a bit. Um, we'll get to the other one later, uh, and we will talk about this as we go. So EJ Sung, uh, uh, coded as a right winger, but playing on the left, and actually is a bit more versatile than that, as well as playing as a left winger and right winger. He's played as a right forward as well, and as a, a central midfielder once too. EJ Sung is a very experienced player, uh, since 2015 with Korea and 76 caps and nine goals. And he plays with Mainz in Germany. And uh, he was a starter in the 2018 World Cup and all tournaments since then. Uh, over the past two years, he started 16 of their 28 games and uh, was on the bench for two, injured for four, and not selected for six. Even that's a bit of a surprise to me. Uh, but anyway... Um, uh, we still consider him a definite candidate to uh, make the squad. And uh, next we have Hang Hee Chan, and uh, he is playing for Wolverhampton in England. He was with uh, Leipzig 
in Germany before that. Uh, and he starts, uh, uh, he started 12 of their 28 games over the past two years. He was subbed in for two and on the bench for three. Uh, and injured for four. He also was doing military service for two of their games and not selected for five others. So Hang Hee Chan, uh, been, been with the team since 2016 and in terms of tournaments uh, with since the 2018 World Cup. But uh, not uh, definitely a starter. He only starts about half of the games. And uh, once again, even though he's uh, coded as an attacking midfielder, Primarily, uh, we've moved him to the left wing for this discussion uh, because that's where he's been playing. Uh, the one player coded as a left winger is our possible candidate, Moon Sun Min. So uh, he has been with the team since 2018. He did make the uh, World Cup in 2018 uh, squad, but not the 2019 Asian Cup or the uh, recent World Cup. In fact, he had been off the team for uh, quite a while. Uh, he returned after a three and a half year absence in June of 2023 and didn't start any games, but was subbed in for two and on the bench for four. So uh, after an absence, he has been called up for the last uh, six games. Uh, so we have Moon Sun Min as a possible candidate. So let's examine the position. A bit of movement around up at the front for South Korea. Uh, the role is usually a left winger in the 4-4-2 formation that they usually use, uh, or else a, a left attacking midfielder if it's a 4-2-3-1. And they haven't used that much recently, but they do... Uh, uh, South Korea does commonly use it. Uh, in the cup, it was attacking midfielders playing the role, whether it was a left winger or a left attacking midfielder. Uh, so Son, uh, it was Son Hoon Min, uh, who we will uh, meet soon, uh, playing as a left attacking midfielder or a left forward. And then uh, in the final game, the 4-4-2 against Brazil, it was Hwang Hee Chan as a left winger. Uh, a few players were tried out uh, since, um, but in the end they landed, they seem to land on E.J. Sun, uh, even though he's a right winger, um, at least for a few games, but towards the end they returned to Hang Hee Chan. Uh, that was for the last three games. So those uh, two players, that's why we have them here. E.J. Sun, Hang Hee Chan, the main candidates for this uh, uh, upper left quadrant of the field. Let's move over to that right quadrant of the field. And here we have uh, uh, Gang In, uh, who is actually coded as an attacking midfielder. Uh, Gang In, a likely candidate. And then Na Thang Ho, a possible candidate. He is coded as a left winger. So as you see, uh, players kind of moving around a bit. Uh, Egang In has been with the team since 2019. He has 17 caps and four goals, and his first tournament was the World Cup, where he was selected, uh, but a substitute subbed into uh, three of the games there. Um, uh, prior to that, he had actually been off the team for 20 months, and he returned shortly before the World Cup in September of 2022 and started six of their remaining 15 games up until this point. 
Uh, he subbed in for four, was on the bench for two, injured for two, and then just one game that he was not selected for over the past two years. So Egang in a likely candidate uh, to make the cup. And he is the player uh, that was uh, surprisingly uh, selected for uh, Paris Saint-Germain in France, one of the biggest teams in the world. Uh, it did come as a surprise because he really... Uh, as we saw, was just a substitute uh, in the World Cup there. And he had been playing for Mallorca in Spain. Uh, and prior to that, Valencia in Spain. And those are respectable clubs, but uh, uh, nobody really saw uh, that he was a, kind of a top, top caliber player, I got to say. Anyway, he has been increasingly starting after his move to uh, Paris Saint-Germain. And uh, even though he's an attacking midfielder uh, or coded that way, he's predominantly played as a right winger during this period. Egang In. Uh, Na Sang Ho, a possible candidate, uh, um, has been with the team since 2018, but was injured for the uh, Asian Cup, even though he was selected to the final squad. Uh, so his first tournament was the 2022 World Cup, where he was a starter in game one, but lost his starting position. Uh, in terms of the last two years, he had returned after an eight-month absence in June of 2022 and started five of the uh, remaining 22 games uh, as well as subbing in for seven and on the bench for six. Uh, and there were only four matches that he wasn't selected for. However, those have been the last four matches in September and October here. So he was a regular until not being called up for the last four. Again, a bit baffling. Um, and uh, coded as a left winger, but... Uh, uh, playing as a right winger for the time being. So let's uh, take a look at the position. Uh, Na Thang Ho, as we saw, started in the cup, but it was someone else for game two. And then EJ Sung, uh, who we met before uh, for the last two games. The someone else uh, that I mentioned in game two of the World Cup was Yi Gang In. Um, who ended up playing uh, the position predominantly after the cup. So, uh, but he hasn't been uh, holding down that position solely. Some of the players uh, that we mentioned as left wingers, uh, EJ Sung, Hang Hee Chan, uh, have all been used here. So the position kind of seems a bit uh, unsettled, which is perhaps why we have out of position players uh, playing it. Okay, we move on to the uh, forward line, and we include attacking midfielders and secondary strikers in the forward line. And actually, we're going to do uh, those two together because we don't really have a lot of uh, uh, strong candidates coded as attacking midfielders. Or oh, we, we do have a couple, but we move them to other positions. Um, so here we have a uh, possible candidate, um, attacking midfielder Guan Chang-hoon, and uh, and then one possible but unlikely uh, candidate who I'll deal with. Uh, no, I'm just going to mention his name, Yi Dong-kyung. Um, he made a brief return uh, after an 18-month absence in September. Uh, so that was fairly recent, but was not called up um, uh, after that. So again, we'll add him uh, to the list and 
maybe talk more about him if he uh, makes it to the final squad. And uh, we'll just throw in the secondary striker here. That is the uh, second player named uh, Chung Woo Young. It's kind of funny because um, uh, English websites uh, tried to differentiate them by spelling uh, the defensive midfielder Jung, J-U-N-G, and uh, uh, they spell uh, the secondary striker's name, J-E-O-N-G. But in fact, in Korean, it's just the same name, uh, Jung Woo Young. Uh, so let's go back and take a look at our two possible candidates. First, the attacking midfielder, Kon Chang-hoon, has been with the team since 2015 with 41 caps and 12 goals. Uh, but even though he was uh, with the team since 2015, his first tournament was the World Cup in 2022. Uh, actually, he was a consideration for the uh, World Cup in 2018. He made the preliminary squad, but he was uh, injured an Achilles tendon injury prevented him from playing in that tournament. In the 2022 World Cup, uh, he was a substitute and uh, just appeared in one game there. Over the past two years, um, Guan Chang-hoon has uh, started 12 of their 28 games, subbed in for three and on the bench for seven. So here we have another regular candidate who uh, uh, was called up regularly, but then uh, not selected for the last six matches. So, um, uh, again, yes, uh, a bit of a mystery as to whether he has been dumped from the team or whether he uh, has a chance of coming back uh, there, Kwon Chang-hoon. And uh, we covered Yi Dong-kyung, the possible but unlikely candidate. So let's take a look at uh, Jong Woo-young the secondary striker. Uh, he plays for Stuttgart in Germany. That's a recent move uh, from Freiburg. Um, in Germany and also has been associated with Bayern Munich uh, himself, uh, more with uh, their Bayern Munich 2 uh, team as well as their youth club. Uh, Jong Woo Young was uh, with the Korean national team since 2021, so he was selected for the World Cup in 2022, uh, but again, uh, he too uh, only appeared in one game there. He was a substitute. Over the last two years, he only started five of their 28 games, but he was subbed in for six and on the bench for five. And um, the long and short of it was he wasn't selected for uh, about nine other games there. So uh, kind of on and off the team there. Uh, but uh, two of the games he subbed in for were the last two games. So uh, that's kind of a good sign for him. Uh, but we have Jong Woo Young as a possible uh, candidate. Let's summarize the uh, position of attacking midfielder. So if you envision the 4-2-2, sorry, the 4-4-2 formation, uh, it's not really a part of that formation. It is, though, when they play the 4-2-3-1, uh, which we saw in the first two games of the Cup, and which I think uh, South Korea... Um, might uh, use more than they have been using recently. Anyway, when there is a central attacking midfielder, um, it's been right winger uh, E. J. Sung, so we saw that he's quite versatile. Or else uh, the secondary striker here, Jung Woo Young, uh, playing in the role. And uh, yes, part of the reason we've moved some of the attacking midfielders out uh, of this uh, discussion is because they've been playing in different positions uh, recently. 
Uh, okay, so it doesn't look like we have any starters uh, there. Uh, let's move on to the forward line where we have uh, um, a definite starter in uh, Son Hung Min. So he's also coded as an attacking midfielder, but uh, has been playing as a forward much more recently. So Son Hung Min, a definite candidate. Uh, also, uh, Jo Gyu Sung, uh, a uh, definite candidate. And the third one in Hang Ui Jo. Uh, Hang Ui Jo, a definite candidate also. And the fourth uh, player we have here is at the likely level, that's Oh Hyun Gyu. So uh, we have four players who we think are going to make the squad. Uh, so Son Hung Min is probably their most famous player here. He's the captain of the team and he's been with Korea since 2010 with 117 caps and 39 uh, goals. So uh, he's well known as uh, playing for Tottenham in England and he was with Bayer Leverkusen and Hamburg in Germany before that. Um, and he's been part of the squad since the Asian Cup in 2011. He was just a sub in that cup, but has been a starter in all of the tournaments ever since and is probably their most important player. Over the past two years, uh, Son Hung Min has started 19 of their 28 games, so about two-thirds of them. Uh, he was subbed in for one and on the bench for two, and he was out with two separate injuries for five games. And the only games he wasn't selected for was the East Asian Cup in uh, the summer of 2021. So um, a definite candidate uh, to make the Cup. If you remember, just before the World Cup, um, he uh, uh, got uh, an elbow to the face, so was playing in a face mask, so um, said he, he really wasn't at his best because of that. Okay, uh, let's move on to the next definite candidate, Joel Gyu-sung. So he's uh, fairly new to the team since 2021, but he has 29 caps and 8 goals. And he made a recent move to uh, uh, Midtjylland in Denmark. Uh, he was playing in South Korea before that, but in 2023 made that move uh, to Denmark. He was also uh, part of the 2022 World Cup squad. He subbed into Game 1 and then gained a starting position after that. Um, and he, uh, over the past two years, started 16 of their 28 games uh, from, um, sorry, 16 of their 28 games, as well as subbing into eight uh, and on the bench for four. So he only missed three matches, and those were due to an injury and coronavirus. So he has always selected uh, Joe Gyu-sun, and he's really the, the main forward of the forwards. If they have one forward, it's probably him. And um, Son Hung Min just uh, accompanying him in the new formation uh, as, a, as a second forward. But we, we do see Son Hung Min as a left attacking midfielder uh, sometimes too. So Joe Kyu Sun, I would say the starting forward for South Korea. Uh, we have Hwang Lee Jo also. Um, uh, he was a starting forward in the uh, World Cup, but he um, uh, lost his starting position after Game 1. And uh, Hang Wee Jo has been with the team since 2015. 61 caps and 16 goals. And uh, he's currently with Nottingham Forest in England. 
since 2022, although he doesn't get on the field much. In fact, he's been loaned several times and is currently on loan to Norwich uh, in England. But he's played for uh, Bordeaux in France and Olympiacos in Greece. So um, I think does better at the club level, honestly, than he does uh, for his international team. So Hangui Zhou has started 10 of their 28 games over the past two years, as well as subbing in for 10 and on the bench for two. And he was not selected for six matches, but three of those were the uh, East Asian Cup there. So he is uh, usually selected. Uh, although, uh, especially in recent times, Hangui Zhou uh, has been a substitute. And the final candidate at the likely level is Oh Hyung-gyu, uh, he's been with the team since 2022 and has seven caps. He's just 22 years old. He got his first cap in November 2022, so just before the World Cup there. Uh, but he wasn't part of the World Cup squad. Uh, he started one of their remaining 13 games after that. Uh, but he subbed in for five and was on the bench for three. And in fact, the only games that he wasn't selected for were the World Cup matches. So um, he plays for Celtic in Scotland. So it looks like he's kind of making inroads into the team, especially after the World Cup, uh, but as a substitute, uh, Oh Hyung-gyu. So let's finish by just uh, summarizing the the position of forward. Um, as we mentioned, it was Hang Uijo in the first game of the World Cup, uh, but he lost that position to Jo Gyu Sung. Uh, we saw also the um, the forward position changed from one forward to three forwards in game three and two forwards in game four. So that created a bit more room. And uh, it was Son Hung Min who moved from left attacking midfield to become a left forward. And uh, basically, it's remained that way. Jo uh, uh, Gyu Sung uh, partnered with Son Hun Min in the 4-4-2 formation that they have been using. Uh, when those two are not there, uh, it's the versatile Lee Jung Se and Hwang Hee Chan, uh, Hwang Hee Chang, who have stepped in uh, to assume the position. So um, uh, there we have it. And that is it, our look at the players. We have a list here and now, so um, we will go through that list in part two. And uh, let's finish with some closing thoughts. So uh, actually, more than I thought, uh, I've definitely seen in other teams uh, 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 regular players who um, uh, have been kind of dumped for the last uh, four to six games. And we see that uh, with a few players in South Korea, again, more than I thought, and then some new players coming in. So once again, uh, we're not dead sure if those players have been or uh, uh, are, are off the team. In some cases, that would be a real surprise because they were regular players before, or whether they're just making room to try out some new players. So maybe the November games will shed some light on that. Uh, otherwise, in a lot of positions, um, uh, South Korea's squad looks fairly stable, uh, and uh, we see the same players at the World Cup. So it won't look that different from their World Cup squad. Let's do a quick preview uh, of part two. So uh, again, probably uh, late December or early January, the rosters will come out and we'll compare that roster to what we've compiled here. 
and will uh, note any uh, notable non-selections, so that would be players at the likely or definite level here that don't make the squad. Any surprise inclusions, so that would be possible or unlikely players. Uh, maybe we have more players in our files, but we're not uh, focusing on them that much. So uh, if any of those are kind of brought in from the cold, um, uh, or some of the possible but unlikely players we mentioned here, uh, we'll point that out. And any new players, there's always a couple of uh, uh, players in good form uh, just before the Cup that uh, seem to be brought to the Cup. So uh, we'll talk about those in part two. We'll also do an update on injuries. So uh, the only one I can think of here is the uh, third string goalkeeper with the broken foot, uh, whether he'll come back or whether the the player they brought in to replace him uh, will end up being the third string keeper. That and any more recent injuries uh, closer to the cup uh, we will talk about. Okay, and that brings us to the end of uh, part one, and we hope you join us for part two. We originally planned to tag on our past, present, and future plans for the media cast, but we have instead decided to put a link to that 10-minute video in the show notes. It covers what we're working on and what we plan to do over the next nine months. We'd like to thank Avur Avacham and Pixabay for the wonderful music you hear in this media cast. The title is called Arabic Trap.